For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Roma Press Podcast with Gian Solano and Andy Mattioli. Hello, everybody. We're back. The Roma Press Podcast. We hope you're doing well. Another draw to celebrate or not to celebrate. That is the question here. Before we get into that, though, of course, thank you to all of our patrons and especially to our newest patron, Sebastian Guerrero. We thank you so much for your support and, of course, the support of all of our other wonderful patrons. We thank you all so, so much for that. And I think what we saw happening, or I should say unfolding in the chat uh, after after the match, Andy, is probably the internal debate that I'm sure most uh, Roma supporters were having after yesterday evening. So not a great performance if we're being just, if we're being blunt about it, result aside, that first, that that first half especially was some pretty uh, sensational shithousing. First off, do we want to talk about the pitch? What what was that? (laughs) <laughs> I, I mean, that was Serie. I, I mean, we all know the, uh, the, the the trouble that Jose Mourinho found himself in for making comparisons to uh, Serie C. But I think even Serie C would have been embarrassed by the state of, of that pitch. It seemed like within the first half an hour that they were playing uh, in, in, in flip-flops, everybody. I couldn't even watch that. That it, it was unbearable to watch that first yeah. half an hour. Now the second half was relatively better, but that was that, that was pretty unwatchable the first half. And then it, it was like the chef's kiss, the to get the penalty awarded at the end like that when Roma deserved nothing from that first half. Zero. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to get that penalty and to go into the break with a lead, I thought was encouraging. But then it took all of what seventy-five seconds before uh, things were level again. <laughs> and I'm not going to blame him because the amount of times I think it's gone underappreciated and underdiscussed of uh, Luis Patricio this season. I think we have taken for granted what. It means to actually have not even again, I'm not even speaking of Alisson or even Wojciech Chesney in his second season level. I'm talking about a not completely shitting your pants level. How did we just give up a goal from 50 yards to Genoa because Robin Olsen let the ball bounce twice and then go in between his legs level? Like that is the baseline at which I am commencing Mm -hmm. from. Yeah. So. I'm not going to be too hard on uh, Rui Patricio, but as far as, uh, you know, Pepera go, uh, oh, I, I don't know where, because we all know that the, the baseline of the Papadas was 
Goicochea. Like that is the worst of the worst of the worst. We all remember it. The corner kick against Cagliari where I have never in my life seen a goalkeeper actually get two hands on the ball and then somehow the forces of gravity, weather, mother nature herself, whatever the hell it was, I don't know. But the ball slipped out of his hands after he like held it for half of a second. It was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. That is... The goalkeeping blunder of all blunders, at least in my lifetime. Uh, Donnie had some good ones, but not to the level of that embarrassment. Patricios was pretty bad, though, yesterday, Andy, yeah? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. again, I'm not going to annihilate the guy because, again, the amount of times that he saved Roma's ass this season. Mm, by the by, And by the way, I mean, Chesney's best season, which is his, his uh, in 2016-2017, there is that one blunder that he has against Palermo. Oh, I, I, I guess you were going to talk about uh, the the one from the season before against uh, Bahati Borisov. No, no, I'm here. saying no, I'm <laughs> saying I'm, no because because we are. I'm talking about arguably his best season and what people yes. regard as. So I'm just saying, you know, these blunders are okay. They happen. Yeah, it's a it's a problem when it happens very often. It becomes basically. You know, a synonym of the, of the of what the goalkeeper stands for. Uh, yes. And, yes. You know, you basically have, uh, the player becomes basically a meme, like Goicochea. You can't think of Goicochea without thinking about that, or or Robin Olsen about his you know wooden posture, or uh, Paul Lopez with the blunder in the derby. Um, that's that's a problem. Uh, with Rui Patricio, when I when I think about the yesterday's game, I mean he's the he, and and that, that applies to almost I think every game. He's the least of our problems. Yes. Like there's yeah. <laughs> there's yeah. so much else to focus on. Um, and uh, and uh, you know just to t- briefly touch upon what what we'll discuss is that uh, again didn't we? I mean, didn't it feel like when 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 Roma sort of hit the brick wall against Genoa that that that's where all the previous positive feelings accumulated in the previous games uh out the window would stop that's i mean that's where you felt the air just sort of go out um out of the team the the, the team spirit just dipped and um i i was willing to bet something very uh you know very valuable that roma would go on in uh, in a, on a on a really bad uh, stretch, and and they are doing it because the Sassuolo that we saw yesterday wasn't the Sassuolo that you know will will put the fear of God in you. Um, it was a normal team. They were missing uh, two of their best attackers. Uh, it, it, you know, they, okay, they were playing at home, but still, you're you're not. You know, you're not there to um, to trail and and hope that you oh you can get a, a a draw at the last minute. So I'm just I I just think that this is a you know this was a game where a lot of the a lot of the problems nagging this team the fact that they are so easily shaken and stirred by 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 the opponent what whoever that opponent may be is a uh, it's pretty concerning, and that's and it's again, it's something that we see time and time and time again. So, um, yesterday was just further proof that this team, as soon as that 
positive streak. As as soon as that one episode, that one episode of oh, I don't know, seeing their goal against Genoa get called off, boom, they hit a brick wall and they have to start building everything from scratch. And it's uh, it's unfortunate because you you hope that after a loss against Inter, okay, you know they dust themselves off. They say okay, that we, well, the Inter is a far better team than we are. They're more, they're ready. We are not, they're there. We're, we're here. Um, so let's, let's go out there and beat Sassuolo who are, I think when you look at the standings considered, uh, you know, one of our main opponents and, um, Gosh, and that's kind of depressing. And it is depressing. It is depressing. I'm just. I'm sorry. I'm. I see a lot of people. Uh, you know, talk about already the transfer market or oh, these please. decisions no, no, or no, that no, and this. No, no, it's February. Uh, please, but, no. Yeah, but but I'm just saying the reality of the situation is is this. This is a team that is incapable of of. Uh, of really of of sort of forgetting forgetting something a negative episode forgetting and 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 moving on and and playing the way they played before Genoa they 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 cannot do it they they play a wonderful first half against Empoli the second half they just sleep through it okay fine against Genoa they show absolutely nothing against Inter they try they try really hard but they're just not good enough and against Sassuolo, again nothing. So this is this is the this is the team that you have. This is not a team that is contending for their Champions League spot. I know a lot of people will like to believe that. Uh, oh this is man! Not a- well, hold on. I- <laughs> If they would have won though yesterday, do we want to talk about what the table looks yes. like? Yes. Oh man! Oh, if, my gosh. oh man! What if a- I- you know, if I flew out to Los Angeles in 2015, maybe I would have hooked up with Jennifer Aniston by now. Um, <laughs> it didn't happen, though. You know, that's my... It's not, you know... I, sure, maybe maybe it could have happened. Did it happen? No. Are Roma good enough to, to, to go out there, beat these guys, and, you know, be just, what, two points away from fourth place? No, they're not. This is not the team that will do it, and um, I think again, the sooner we realize it, the better. I'm I'm sorry if I come all here and sound cheerful while I'll, I deliver, you know, these very sad and depressing news to you. But um, it's 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 pretty evident that this team, once they feel the ground shake beneath their feet they really start to panic. And when I hear Tammy Abrams saying we are a work in progress and we want to, you know, we hope that this draw is a place where we start over from. Why start over? Why? You you already you already started over so many times this season. You played you played wonderful against Atalanta. What happened afterwards? You failed against Sampdoria. You played wonderful against Empoli. What happened afterwards? You failed against Genoa. It's not about starting over. It's about being Building. consistent. It's yeah. about yeah. It's about putting you know putting a, a line, connecting these dots, not creating a new dot and and just and just there and just be like okay, this is where we start from. No, you already started. This the season is underway. This is no no time to start something new. You already started it. Finish it. 
Instead, this is a team that is clearly afraid of consistency. They're just unable to carry on the good things from one game to another. They, it, it seems I, that's my interpretation. They seem to to approach every game like it's like it's a, a separate episode. And, and and sure, in in some cases, you're not going to play against Sassuolo the way you play against Inter. But you have to. You you still have to approach it like like you mean to win this game. And instead, I never have this this impression of Roma. Just I never had the impression that Roma wanted to win that game against Sampdoria after that big win uh, against Atalanta away from home. Never, I never had that impression. So this is what's wrong with this team: is that this team is 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 clearly um, afraid of connecting the dots. They don't. I don't know if it's if it's they like the personnel, they like the mentality, they like the tactics. I I really don't know, but it's a shame when you see that there are really some good aspects about this team that get absolutely uh, squashed by the fear, the anxiety, the panic, the lack of this of organization, and it's disappointing because you go out there at the Mape. You hope to bring home a result, and instead you're chasing a draw. And that's, you know, that that is disappointing. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Well, what you're saying there really is what Mourinho, supposedly, but it's not really supposedly anymore because even, uh, he, even he admitted to it after the match. What you just said right there is almost, not verbatim, but along the lines of what Mourinho said to them after Inter. I mean, he questioned everything from their uh, their manhood to, I mean, basically their heart. I, I mean, he, he basically questioned their entirety as players. Basically, you know, he said something along the lines of, why do you guys shrink like this in big moments? Why do you play without balls and all of this other stuff? And what you just said right there, again, almost identical or at least within the realm of what he said too. So for me, and I'm probably going to be in the minority here, perhaps, Uh, I I know some of our, when I did my my post-match reaction, there were some patrons who agreed, others who disagreed, but I have to tell you, just having, you and I both having done this dance for so many years, that match yesterday, it was really one of those moments where, and you could feel it even in pre-match, yeah, it was teetering at the moment of, okay, if this goes poorly, it's going to be one of those weeks where are we going to sack Mourinho? Are we going to sack Diago Pinto? Uh, what is Friedkin going to do? Who is going to be out? Who, uh, Which player is going to be di- disciplined for, for being the mole in the dressing room or whatever, okay? It seemed like it was going to be one of those weeks where had they lost, it was going to be the shitstorm. Akin to what we saw, what was it? Was it, it was Spezia, yeah, with Paolo Fonseca, where he meets sure. in the stadium after, or even um, when Monchi Di Francesco they they come to Trigoria and they meet with uh, Palotta, or they have the the video calls with Palotta, and then they sack Di Francesco. Monchi 
doesn't agree with it. So he ends up quitting. To me, had they lost yesterday, okay, it felt like it was going to be one of those, just one of those weeks where we know shit is going to hit the fan. And selfishly, I didn't feel like staying up for the next five days until three in the morning waiting to hear from people if anything was going to happen tonight. So for selfish reasons, mm-hmm. let me just tell you, this 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 thing for the draw, not that I was ecstatic, but I was satisfied. Now, it's not a good result, okay? It, 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 it's, they should have won, okay? It, it's Sassuolo. But I will say that I do agree with Mourinho from the standpoint of this could have an effect, or at least I don't know how many times I've said this. I, I, you know, I'm I'm at the point where I'm tricking myself into believing some of this crap that I actually start just spouting it off in here, and I don't even know if I necessarily believe it. But if I say it out loud on this podcast, maybe I can trick myself into actually believing it. But it does change the emotional dynamics a bit. Yeah, I mean, you go from what looks like a uh, certifiable one hundred and twenty-five percent loss to okay you got a point and at least emotionally it does change things a bit now i'm not going to say that roma you know goes from death and despair to overwhelming joy that shouldn't be the case brian cristante even after scoring the winner i don't know if anybody watched him on the zone but you know he looked like he had just gone to the wake of his nona i mean the poor guy mm-hmm. scores uh, scores at the death and he still looks sad uh, I, I think that's his nature though <laughs> <laughs> well there's a lot of things that are within his nature that we can discuss. That's his uh, St. Valentine's face. <laughs> <laughs> but having said that, though, again, we're not going to come on here and, you know, just spot the propaganda and make it seem as if we're overwhel- or overwhelmingly excited about the draw with Sassuolo. However, I, can we at least just be – because good moments this season have been so terrible and so, uh, uh, so short to come by. I'm going to celebrate this because now, again, I don't have to mm-hmm. stay up late this week. Everybody else won't have to be – I know how some of you got. I mean, we have this patron group chat, man. We have people from all over the globe. There's people who are up at unspeakable hours, okay? Yes, yes. Unspeakable who will message me, hey, is there an update about this or this? I go, man, go to to sleep. (laughs) Sleep for three hours, man. You know, (laughs) trust me, just sleep. And I just think to myself, oh, we avoided one of those. Thank gosh. I'm still getting over the PTSD from the whole freaking group nonsense where I was up ungodly hours. Now it doesn't have to happen this time. It it, it felt like, though, I don't know if you felt this way too, Andy, but it it felt like to me, if they lost, it was just going to be one of those weeks. Because we saw how what he was getting with the press, man. I think think maybe, listen, I think if it, from a media perspective, sure, there'd be like constant speculation. Everybody would be asking people from within the club, oh, is something happening? Is something happening? We'd be we'd be getting Filippo Biafora um, tweeting at, at 2.48 a.m. outside the Stadio Olimpico uh, in his car about uh, a, a, a secretive meeting between this and that. Um, but the reality of the situation is I, 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 just, I, I didn't have that impression, and I don't have that impression... For the for the duration of the season, that why that's why I, when I when I see people debate from game to game, and it happens every game, like every game changes the complexity of it of the season. It doesn't. This is not a season where a, a game makes a difference because, believe it or not, we're not 
you know, uh, in the run head to head with other uh, opponents for for a particular spot. We're not. This is you know, it's um, this is like that song uh, by uh, Tom Petty. Uh, you know, I'm free falling. Right. That's uh, I'm, man. I'm pretty... You keep saying that, and then I just keep thinking to myself, had they <laughs> won yesterday, man? Just the oh, especially after Juve Atalanta, they drew. Yeah, what? it'd be. But, it'd but you be, know what? It'd be I, a I, different I, feeling, but it's not that team, John. I know, it's, I know. It, I, yeah. You know? It's but like I saying, think this goes to your point, to where yeah. you talked about the inconsistency. That, w- w- what happened yesterday with Atalanta and Juve drawing yeah. and Roma not taking advantage I of know. it just speaks to them this season. Because John, like, but they are. it's like, you know, this can be said. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I know people are going to make fun of me. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to use the word history. Uh, I'm not going to do a, a funny Chiellini voice. I'm not. But, you know, we could have the same arguments about the season where we established 87 points, the club record with Spalletti, where, oh, if we had just, if we had just won against Juve or at least drew against Juve uh, at the stadio, uh, at the, at the event Allianz Stadium in, uh, at Christmas, and if we had just won an extra game or two, Maybe we could have won the Scudetto then, but that team didn't have it. They didn't have it. They, they Now everybody's labeling them champions, but it just wasn't in the nature of that team. They just didn't, they weren't up to it. As good as they were, they weren't up to it. This team is not good. This team uh, has certain good individuals. As a collective, I think is way too mismatched. You, you have players that range from someone that came under uh, Petraki to somebody that came under uh, the the wonderful collab- summer collaboration between Fienga and, and, and the agents, the famous summer. Uh, you have you have players that that came from from different teams and with different ambitions and as part of different projects and they as a whole, as a group, they just don't work. It, it just doesn't work, and it's pretty evident. But this team doesn't have that. They don't have that 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 final push that would allow them to yes go after Juve, go after Atalanta. They what they can do. That's the maximum. What you saw yesterday was the maximum. The fact that they went and and uh, and got a draw out of it is is really the maximum that this team can deliver, uh, and. I never I don't have that impression that this had you know had we lost yesterday the club would have would have started to to work on on, on something. I, I don't because I'm I'm pretty sure that sort of the line is we we have to we have to f- see this through and uh learn our lessons from this because previously it was you know first came the Friedkins, then came Tiago Pinto. Only then Jose Mourinho came and and it makes very little sense to interrupt this after what six seven months of 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 work together um, with transfer windows that were borderline emergency windows to 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 you know that served almost as band aids um, to to cover up certain issues and uh and and get rid of a lot of dead weight and and i just don't think that the the club is uh 
is thinking game to game. They're already thinking about the bigger picture. And it would be wonderful if, obviously, the players got their shit together and understood that, you know, show some pride, show some consistency, but also the fans that it's not game to game. And and comparing Fonseca and Mourinho after every single match makes absolutely no sense. Like it never does. I, you know, you never, you don't compare Spalletti and Zeman. You don't compare uh, Luis Enrique and Zeman. You don't. It's it's these different years, different teams, different personnel, different ambitions, different different ideas. So we move on. It's. The, the the disappointing aspect of it is that this team uh, doesn't seem to learn and you would you would like to believe that you know a final push like that at the 94th minute to get a draw out of a result that really looked like oh this is it you know they went to the Mape stadium and again they leave uh pretty much humiliated by by a team that is not 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 that good either um, a team that is young, a team that is with a manager that is his first experience in the Serie A. So uh, this is it. I think this is the what I'm trying to say again and again and again and again. And after you know almost every episode, is that this is the reality of the situation, and it's not a reality that will change from one game to the other. Because as we said before, had had if if that was the case, Roma would would take that win against Empoli, that kind of performance, that 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 quality, that beautiful quality that they shown uh, in that game, and carried over to Genoa, and then carry that determination, that consistency to the Coppa Italia, and from there against Sassuolo, because Roma had a pretty easy run here compared to several other teams, especially Inter. <laughs> if you look do, do at their schedule. To... Should we this pull is, up what some of our walk. patrons were saying as far as like predictions? Okay, we got to get 18. Uh, 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 eight, uh, if, if we don't get at least 18 out of 21, we're done. And I'm thinking, yeah. oh, gosh. That, well, there you go. Just there you go. Famous last words. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, it's 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 that. It's it's um, it's very difficult to bet on this Roma. I mean, you can bet that, that something will go wrong um, because they, they hardly learn their lessons. And uh, and you have to start thinking, well, maybe the majority of the players don't don't really understand what's going on. They don't understand the, the the problems here, and maybe they're just not up to it. There are some good elements in this team, but as a collective, they they just they just don't click. They don't click, and they don't show any signs of that progress that I'm I'm hearing about. Um, there are some good things, and and on some days. The team flows better, but uh, but again, it's so pointless to to have this mentality of oh we have to start over, we have to start from scratch. Why? It's February. It's not. It's not October. It's not September. It's February. So it, we are we are right there. We are in it. We are in the midst of the season. Why are you gonna start from scratch? You already had some good games. Why don't you learn from them? Why don't you apply that knowledge and, and that experience 
to the upcoming games. I, I don't understand this. This And, and that shows uh, incredible insecurity on the part of these players. The fact that they have, oh, oh my God, we did something wrong. Now we have to start from scratch. No, that's not. I don't think that that's the point of a sport. You you learn your lesson and you move on and you, you take whatever you learn and you apply it to the next game. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, again, it's so difficult for for us to analyze what exactly this team is. I mean, for you, because again, there's no need to go into great depths about this. It, it, this team, they are who they are. They're inconsistent. Is this simply about lack of character, lack of quality? What, Like, what is it? Because I, I can't put my finger on it. I, I really, really can't. They're it's incompatible. Like- this is not a, this is a team that is incompatible. I see a lot of people say, uh, oh, Shamurov, bad investment. Shamurov was a deal that was sealed before Jekyll decided to leave. Shamurov was supposed to come in and be the, the partner up front with Jekyll because last season we saw how Jekyll struggled on his own, how Jekyll wasn't up to it. And uh, if Jekyll was going to stay, you'd get a partner, you'd help him maybe get that that kind of, you know, uh, football, you know, football Jekyll that we remember from, from his days in Germany where he would regularly play with a partner up front. Um, that's the kind of, you know, and that that's the decision that, oh, there, Jekyll leaves, there you go. Shomurov's here, and what do you do with him? What, what do you do? You you bring in uh, Karsdorp, constantly playing, constantly, every single game playing there. Um, he'll run out of gas, sure. Uh, and midfield, midfield problems we know. The, they are incompatible. It's not the, this is not the year where suddenly we discover, oh my God, you know what? Vertu and Cristante can't play together. Cristante can't play in a, in a, in a two-man midfield, you know? Or, or uh, Pellegrini doesn't provide much defensive coverage for, for, for the defense. I mean, that's, these are not conclusions that all of a sudden we are, you're, we are drawing right now. To me, the main the main issue is that sure there is a lack of mentality, but there is also a, a glaring incompatibility between these players that have been, you know, brought in under very different circumstances, and all of a sudden you're asking your second manager because already Fonseca had to do it, had to figure out, oh, am I gonna how am I gonna use Mancini? Am I gonna use him as a defensive midfielder? How am I gonna use Cristantes? Am I gonna use am I gonna use him as a center back? Um, you're asking the second manager in a row to 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 make it work, to make this melting pot of of ideas and personalities work, and it doesn't. It it just really doesn't. I, I guess more so. My question would be too is, and, and this is always a discussion that is never fun to have. And to be frank, I, I almost get scared sometimes, even uh, at the thought of it. But, are just some of the guys that Roma has, Andy, are, are they maybe just not that good? And, and this season we're, 
I, I won't say exposing them, but listen, uh, Paulo Fonseca, he comes in here. It's a transition. We all know it's a transitional year. So you overhaul the team, you bring in new players. We understand that. But I, I guess the fear, I, I suppose, is maybe the right word. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't find who, who the, are the Yeah, but who, tell me, who are the players that Gianluca you're just Mancini. Is Gianluca Mancini good to you? But but is he a good player? But, but is this uh, but is a good player? Yeah, but but are these conclude? But but is this something that you came up this season, or or were there signs already in the past? Vertu is with us three years. Mancini is with us almost three years, right? So uh, Cristante is with us what since oh, four years? Twenty years at this point. You know, uh, I, I mean, it's not it's not as if again these are things that are coming to light now. And I'm pretty sure, and I see, you know, when because when when you write articles, you 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 know, we 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 post these updates. For example, that I don't know, Tiago Pinto uh, meets with Cristante's agent to discuss his future, and people jump to the conclusion, "Oh my God, they're renewing him." God, no! What are you doing? Please stop. But if you read these things, Roma are not Roma are are trying to understand what who is worth keeping. Who has a future here? Uh, Brian Cristante, somebody who's been with this club for four years, has played in like 20 different positions, has really tried his best. But if you look at his time at Roma, it's average at best. And also a, a sort of a terrible a terrible blow to his career, I think, after that, that Atalanta mm. Yeah. After his time at Atlanta, where he really looked like one of the better younger midfielders for Italy, uh, you have to wonder: Is he part of the future? That, that, that you and 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 that's why I'm saying that the, this season is not game to game; shouldn't be game to game. The the conclusions the club will draw conclusions at the end of the season. They'll draw conclusions regarding whether Mancini can be a regular starter. Can he be that guy? consistently for years to come uh, is 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 cristante worth betting on or is he just you know a player that has been sort of trapped in an endless cycle of oh now you're going to play fullback now you're going to play center back now you're going to play defensive midfield now you're going to play attacking midfielder uh, vertu same thing mkhitaryan so it's not like i'm finding about this but, but now but but it's Sure, the, the, this team was, even in the past, these players were good, but they were good in a certain certain context. And if you took into account where this Roma team has, you know, has been placed for the past, what, four, four or five years, not good. You know, the, the objectives have changed. Roma were, five years ago, were, were trying to, to win the Scudetto. And now they're they're trying to hang on to their conference league spot. So, it that if that's not a sign of of the quality of the players, of the quality of the collective unit, then I don't know what is. Okay, so you put a pre. I, I have to admit, I didn't expect such a grim outlook from uh, from you today. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> no, but because I, listen. It, in my post match, I said, you know, yesterday, yesterday evening, we learned nothing new. As you said, it's not as if I watched yesterday and I thought to myself, oh, wow, 
holy shit, even though he's been good for the most part over the last two years, Rick Karsdorp, uh, he can get beat by a, a, a Traore on, a, on an action that uh, I don't know how you get out-muscled like that. Or, you know, Gianluca Mancini, oh, wow. Uh, what is this guy doing? Why is his head up his ass? Uh, I thought he was one of the smartest players in the Serie A. I didn't learn that yesterday. That was, you know, the mistakes that were made yesterday, it's not as if it was the first time any of us have seen these things. I guess more so my, my overall concern deals with, do we have players at Roma that, at Juve, how would these guys factor in? I guess... How big is this gulf? Because you know what? Regardless of, yes, Roma has been inconsistent. Yes, they've they've shown this season that they can't sustain uh, any sort of consistency in their performances. We, we, we know that. But at some point, character has to come into this. At some point, at some point, we have to just set aside, in my opinion, mere uh, discussing ability. Because... How many guys have we seen come to Roma that are very talented individually, but at some point there's a lack of character, there's a lack of personality, just a lack of something. Something is missing. You know, to me, there's no further evidence than uh, Jekyll. Andy, look at Jekyll this season, okay? Um, finished player for a lot of people uh, after after last season, and there's no doubting that getting rid of him was a was an advantageous move for every party okay but when you see the mentality the professionalism that he applies weekend in and out now with inter okay we didn't see that from him for 20 something months 28 months 30 months whatever it is it was a while before we saw anything even remotely resembling professionalism character leadership from that guy so i think to myself okay so clearly that plays a role in player output in player performance how much is that coming into factor here versus how much is it just merely we just have players at roma that are not very good and the frustrating part for me is i still cannot give definitive conclusions on several guys and, and and for me i would almost feel better if there were points where you know uh, if, if we had weeks where you just talked about empoli and then they go up and they follow it up with uh, Sampdoria, and we all know the performances that they've had there they're on after they'll win one they'll lose they'll win they'll lose i'd almost feel better if we just had a very clear stretch of results one way or the other where i could tell you definitively this guy sucks that guy sucks he needs a goal. He needs to say, uh, et cetera, et cetera. For me, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I call this the uh, the Washington Wizards or the Atlanta Hawks syndrome for uh, those who watch the NBA. Teams who are just not shit to be the number one overall draft pick, but you know definitively they can never win an NBA championship. They're just stuck in that middle and you don't have a clear path forward. For me, that's kind of how I view this Roma at times. I just don't know who are the building blocks besides the obvious guys like Tammy Abraham. Can I count on Jordan Vera to to be uh, to, to to help carry a midfield? Can I count on Gianluca Mancini? 
I still don't know a lot of these things. And that's why a match like yesterday, if I'm talking merely of my frustration, it's sort of like that. That's where my frustration lies because it really just speaks to the Roma, Andy, that we've seen for four years now. It is. No, yeah, it is. But but it's, again, it's... um a lot of it's it depends on the context you know we saw we saw wonderful wonderful stretches of say Jordan Vertu we saw Henrik Mkhitaryan have wonderful stretches we saw Karsner being really a force to be reckoned with uh, we saw listen Leonardo Spinazzola went through a trajectory at Roma where he was the most unreliable insecure guy to being the most important player on the pitch that's because the guy who hold on very quickly. I yeah. see some of the things people write of him in our group chat. Oh my word! The fact that we are uh, sort of viewing him as this savior, I feel bad. I, I hope his other Achilles is well. No, the, pre- the pressure uh, is well on. Packed. Yeah, the pressure is on. Unfortunately, yeah, it's needless. But but yeah, unfortunately, yeah. But but the point I'm trying to make is that uh, it depends on the context. These are not, you know. It's not like these are worthless players. Um, Roma are composed of good players that sometimes fail to 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 respond adequately. But the context is also important. The context is a messy one. This is a Roma team again that has switched projects. I believe three times in the last four years. It seems like you know. Different sporting directors, different coaches, panic buys, uh, transfer markets done without money, with money, through agents, uh, you know, through through this, through that. It's when you assemble a team like that, it's obvious that at some point in time it will blow up in your face. You'll realize that wow, something is not working. This is not working. We have too many different personalities, too many different uh, just ingredients all at once and it just doesn't make sense we're not playing well we're not achieving the results we want to achieve when this comes to light as a fan it sucks i believe i but i believe that for a person that works in the club and wants to understand okay what is achievable how should it be achieved who is good enough who's not good enough who is good enough and 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 functions within this context who can function in a different context let me get to work that's because as you say if you float through mediocrity thinking oh you know what we're oh but like the washington wizards oh we had you know for years they were like oh we have we have uh, john wall and we have bradley beal you know or or the portland trailblazers also oh we have you know who cares about the splash brothers we have cj mccollum and damian lillard eventually we'll win something eventually but they were they didn't realize that those teams just weren't good enough they didn't have what it you know what it usually takes to win something, to to play consistently, to go into the playoffs and w- play to win, and and if you fool yourself like that, then you're not gonna grow. I believe that if now if you're working at Roma, you're finally you finally have a, uh, the first season where ownership, management, and uh, and and uh, and uh, Jose Mourinho are all on the same page. They're they are doing it. This is it. This is their first year together. 
this is where you learn your lesson because in previous years at the end of the year oh you'd have you'd have Monchi leave then you have uh, Di Francesco leave and then you have Ranieri come in and then Fonseca but then the new sporting director and then Petracchi leaves and then Fienga does the transfer market and then Fonseca leaves and on and on how are you gonna make any sort of progress you can't you just can't so yes you say you know you say oh you, you sound what you say is is depressing I, I I think I think I don't I don't see it that way. It's it's you know this is this is the reality, but there is also hope because with these with these losses or with these dropped points, all the stuff that needs to be repaired needs to be fixed or needs to be getting rid of comes to the surface, and a, a football team can only grow like that. By by realizing, oh, this works and this doesn't. So at the end of the day, sure, it's a disappointment. Sure, it sucks to come on here week in, week out, say, oh, you know what? They did a brilliant job in the first half and they had a shitty second half, or oh, you know, it was they weren't good enough. But at the end of the day, I think that you know, once the season comes to an end, these lessons, these matches, these these mistakes, everything will be taken into consideration, and hopefully, hopefully, um, that will lead to something. That's the hope, at least. Wow. Well, the only thing missing today were the bagpipes. That was that. that this <laughs> oh, sounded Danny like it. boy, <laughs> the pipes, the pipes are I mean, calling. This sounded like a, a funeral procession. But I don't know. Um, we've been through worse. I, I think that's the only thing I constantly have to remind myself of. I mean, in terms of just pain and agony. Uh, Second year it, under Di Francesco, much more painful because it, yes. it, it felt completely different. You're, you know, I, I saw somebody that said this is the worst season in 20 years. No, it's oh not. My, I can even no. point to that, to that as recent as 2018, 2019, a season where you're coming off a, a Champions League semifinal and you absolutely look like just the bottom of the barrel stuff. Oh, that yeah, that one was way worse. This is this is nothing. Well, I'm speaking for you and I at least when I say that. So, do I do I dare I ask people to let us know where this stacks up in terms of worse? (laughs) It's already Monday. I won't do that to anybody. All right. We'll be back later in the week. What's their schedule, Andy? I I, I haven't even... Verona. Verona. Oh, my gosh. Verona against Tudor. You know this guy's going to come out. We're the the first team that gave him points and gave him hope to be a good coach at Verona. Speaking of Di Francesco. (laughs) Oh, my word. Okay. Well... (laughs) All bad things begin and end uh, with uh, sides from Veneto, so it only it only makes yes. sense that this that this march continues with a, 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 a side from Veneto. So, okay, everyone, uh, we'll we'll be back later in the week. We'll be in a much better mood. I, I it can't be much lower than this, I suppose. Um, so, thank you so much for tuning in, and we will chat with you in a few days. Until then, ciao, ciao. Spin your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. 
any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.